You're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast with your host, Jacob Vasig. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. We're glad that you're here. Uh, this episode is brought to you by, once again, your favorite people, Paleo Works, locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They want to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. They offer heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed beef, all-natural hormone, free-range chicken, and pork. Pick up locations all over Middle Tennessee, as well as some delivery options for those of you in Nashville for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. Also, don't forget about the Barbell Voodoo private label. Hey, we want to be a part of whatever you've got going on. So if you need stuff printed like t-shirts or water bottles or anything, hit us up. We'd like to be a part of it and like to give you uh, a great product and make it super easy for you. That's what we do. Give us a shout. Check out barbell-voodoo.com for some more information. Hey, and I got one more shout out for you. Hey, remember Danny D Fitness? She was just on the podcast. Her Find Your Fit is happening in Franklin on August 4th. You do not want to miss out on that. All fitness around Nashville. And it's a fundraiser for uh, St. Jude, and so you don't want to miss that. If you want a discount code, go to my Instagram, and you can use mine. It's fitby40.blog. On today's podcast is uh, one of my favorite people in the world, Jamie Free. We'll get to sit down and talk about nutrition and see what's going on in his life. It's a fantastic podcast, and I hope you enjoy as much as I did enjoy recording it. It was a fantastic time with him, and I hope you enjoy it. See ya. Also, don't forget, give us a uh, five-star review and hit that like button. Share us. Tell your friends about us. Send up smoke signals and say, this podcast is awesome. Tell some people. We'll see you. Bye. Hey, this is Rich Froning. You're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Well, welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm really excited about today's uh, podcast because you have heard his name mentioned over and over again throughout this podcast. The man, the myth, the legend. Jamie Free. Thanks for having me, Jacob. <laughs> it's quite an intro. Was that the I best intro it. you ever had in your I, life? I mean, usually. I put my heart into it. That I sound, really did. That sounded good. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you, you have been, though, um, throughout all the athletes that we've uh, had on the show, and they, you, you're, you're a part of all of their stories, just about, I think, um, oh, where man. someone has said, you know, uh, he helped me with nutrition. He helped me get through whatever, you know, like you've just been a part of everybody's stories and obviously my story as well, because I've talked about you plenty of times on here too. But, um, so we're, we're glad that you are on the podcast and you, you're, you are the, uh, um, you know, multifaceted human being, you, you know, most people like can concentrate on one thing. You concentrate on literally, I feel like everything all the time. <laughs> You know, from helping people's lives uh, with nutrition to being an, an individual athlete, working out with teams and being a team athlete person, as well as running your own business, as well as being part owner in a box. I mean, you are going 24-7 all the time, um, and yet you have time for every person that needs you. And that's a pretty incredible thing. And that didn't even mention home life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it... 
that's very nice for you to say all those things. I, I feel like sometimes I'm drowning out there um, with, <laughs> with all the stuff that's going on. Uh, I am very lucky to have good people around me. So, yeah. you know, when it comes to the box, you know, I have a couple other owners mm-hmm. that are fantastic. You know, uh, they're great partners uh, in terms of my business. Uh, I love what I do. Uh, so, you know, it sometimes feels like work, but not always. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where... Um, there's always that one person that comes along that it gets it and then it makes everything right. else kind of like disappear. Yeah. So, you know, those moments are what I kind of live for. Sure. Um, but you know, in terms of the, the athletes, I, honestly, I, I have great support at home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my wife is, is fantastic. So, you know, and she's home all the time now. So, you know, she's working from home too. So it's, it's, I'm very lucky to get to see her as yeah. much as I do. Yeah. And, and you have, uh, amazing fur babies. Yes, three of them that are ever present. You might even hear them snoring on here. That's right. <laughs> so normally they're they're used to being out in the office when I'm working, so they're probably a little oh, irritated with you. But they're mad. Okay. They know that things are going on and they're left out. Yeah, there's. A, I mean, I even have a bed in there for them. Yes, you do. So, <laughs> uh, well, the the first thing I thought we'd hit on today is talking about you. Um, you run your own business. You're you're mm-hmm. um, you're a nutrition coach. You have a website devoted to that, and mm-hmm. we're going to talk more about you know the specifics of that later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you—I mean, I would say a high-level athlete. Would would you accept that as a as a thing? I try. I yeah. try to. Yeah. You know, um, and so you were uh, uh, competing after the Open and um, went to the qualifiers and Masters. Mm-hmm. In the midst of that, you're um, competing with teams. You went down to Wadapalooza. Mm-hmm. You, you're constantly competing and doing stuff, keeping in top performance. And so, how in the world? Are you able to keep um, focused not only um, on the business and all the people that, that depend on you, but also being able to track as an athlete and stay on, uh, you know, hyper focus on your abilities and your work and all the things that you're a part of? I owe a lot of it to Verizon Wireless. Um, <laughs> I get, I get, te- I pretty much run my business through text message and email. So, you know, when I'm out of town, I can still manage as, up to, you know, I, I mean, I think running through about, you know, 30 to 40 clients, uh, mm. every month regularly. So, Goodness. you know, it's one of those things where I, I'm, I'm very lucky to, to, to have clients that are willing to ask questions and do those things. Yeah. But you know, when I'm, I don't know, it, it, sometimes I just do it and I kind of don't look back. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I have like multiple schedules that I, I try to follow. So there's a calendar here, there's a calendar on my phone, there's a calendar on the wall over there. And they're oh all, yeah. So they all kind of coincide. So do, do they, so are they, are they different calendars? Like that's a family calendar and a work calendar well, and a personal a f- calendar. The one or? in the kitchen is a family calendar. And yeah. then I have one on my desk that I have update regularly. And then I have the one on my phone. That's the same as one on my desk. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty much goodness. If I can see it, yeah, then I'll get it done. Yeah. So. Cause there's no way to keep all that in your head. No, it's you very know? difficult. Yeah. yeah. So, and so how, how, how is it that you work your training? Like, how do you go about doing that? Do you, um, train at set times every week or depending on the day, or do you just train when you can? How do you make it all work together? Uh, well, you know, I wake up early, uh, and I'll get it in before, you know, I have clients or before I go to coach at, yeah. at the gym. So, um, usually I'm, I'm in the, the garage at four, four thirty, and I'm trying to get at least one of my sessions in and then. It's constant warm up, cool down, warm up, cool down from then on. If I have a half hour, I'll try to squeeze something in. If I have an hour, I'll try to get a little bit longer in. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 a constant kind of 
up and down. And so you have programming that's written for you yes. to follow. Yes. And then you just basically put that in parcel up throughout the day. As much as, 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 much, as well know. as I can, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever get a chance to do it, knock it all out at once, or is that even possible? Or? Um, there, it's usually two sessions. Okay. Um, my coach is uh, Coach uh, Brandon Phillips out of CrossFit Bound. So, and okay. He's been my coach for over two years now, and you know, I feel like we're finally starting to know each other. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, he, he usually gives me two sessions. One's a monostructural, um, and so I'll get that uh-huh. out in the morning before I really wake up yeah. and, and I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the suffering happens while I'm half asleep. But, um, that's probably wise. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> um, but, you know, and then the rest of it is just trying to get it in where it can. Okay. So. All right. And and so um, in, in the midst of that, you are um, – you know, coaching, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I see you at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. at least two days a week and you've already worked out before that yeah. and, you, and you show up and, and work out and, and you've probably already done stuff in the box to get ready for us to show up at yeah. five. <laughs> I mean, you're nonstop. What, what's your sleep pattern like? Do you, um, do you try to stay within a certain parameters of hours or anything? You know, I, what I've found is that I, as soon as like seven o'clock hits, I'm like, man, I can go to bed right now. Oh, uh, gosh. But I, we usually, Prom-tom TV. we usually wait till eight uh, oh, gotcha. to, to go up. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll try to get my, I try to go to bed early enough or at least in bed, usually asleep by nine, no later. Yeah. Um, unless, you know, Westworld is on or something like that. And, oh, and then, yeah. or when Game of Thrones comes back on, I've just started um, the Westworld. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a good uh, definitely say that interesting yeah. open it's it's still trying to work out yeah a little bit more but I'm still just in season one so it'll take a while yeah you'll you'll see plenty yeah so, <laughs> yeah. so but you know I, outside of that I, I have a lot of help um, yeah you know like I said um, with Paleo Works making some of my food and then Tess makes my egg cups I love my egg cups um, <laughs> but you know it's it's pretty much a full-time job to try to, you know, feed someone that is on the go all the time. So I appreciate all that. Yeah. Mm. That's fantastic. So what do you, what kind of advice do you have for people who feel like they don't have time to work? I know this is something like I've written about, you know, as far as Mm. figuring out time, but like, what, what are the things, I mean, you should have no time to work out. And yet you're fitting in sessions wherever you yeah. can and making it work. Um, what advice do you have for people that feel like they are just burning the candle at both ends and still don't have time to work out? Well, I mean, I think it really has to come down to priorities um, and yourself, not like, oh, working out as a priority, but you're, you have to have some self-care. Yeah. Um, if you're not healthy, then how can you take care of someone else? Sure. So I think that has to be a priority in anyone's life, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that they are taking care of themselves. Now, whether that's, I don't care if you're lifting weights or going to yoga or, you know, yeah. doing whatever you need to do to get your, your body right. But, um, some sort of fitness routine needs to be in place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and one of the other things that I would love for us to talk about is one of the things that I've always, uh, admired with you and Tess, uh, both is your involvement in kind of charity work, kind of mm-hmm. giving back. Um, why, why do you think that's such an important thing for you? Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, uh, I was at a time and a, and a point in my life at one, uh, probably 2009 mm-hmm. when I first moved back here to open my store that I was more into myself yeah. Then I was into helping other people. Um, I did a lot of things that were self-serving. Um, yeah. So 
I was on a photo shoot out in Ohio, and I met a little boy that had uh, osteosarcoma. Okay. Um, and, like, it was it still gets me uh, mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, it, he was just laughing and playing like any other kid. He had one leg amputated. He was in a wheelchair and he had to wear a mask mm. and he was still having fun with his friends, yeah. you know, and it kind of makes everything else feel so small, mm. you know? So, um, at that point I kind of like, it was like a big momentum change in my life. Yeah. Uh, I started, um, just kind of focusing on raising a little bit of money for his foundation, the Sam Bish Foundation. Okay. Um, and then it turned into something a lot bigger. Yeah. Um, I started growing my hair for, <laughs> you know, pediatric cancer. Uh-huh. Uh, and people would, would donate via social media. And, and, like, this blows my mind that people care, you yeah. know. Um, but it's it, social media was one of the things that just kind of helped, like, blast it out there. And yeah. I think we, you know... I think it was close to $15,000. We raised the last time I did it. And, um, you know, just one person in a mission. Now, unfortunately, he passed away mm-hmm. um, when he was nine, um, shortly after I had met him. Um, but, he, you know, that, that fight still goes on. His family still goes on um, and, and fights for, you know, other families that need it. So, you know, it's one of those things that... It, I have things to give, you know, I have mm-hmm. opportunities, you know, and I've, I've worked hard to get to this point, but you know, there's other people that need that platform. So yeah. I'm happy to do it. And then Tess is, is very involved with special Olympics. Yeah. Um, and it, seeing her work with those kids and, and we did row for a reason one year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was last year and just seeing the, how fun, how much fun they had being included. Yeah. Not, like winning, not doing it, just being there around people mm-hmm. and being treated normal. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it, it was a blessing to be there and be a yeah. part of it. Well, and, it, and CrossFit is such a unique community to be able to involve mm-hmm. people because it's always such an open community, mm-hmm. you know, or it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what you can or can't do. It yeah. matters that you're there. And once you show up, you've fought the battle that needed to be fought and, and you're in the fold. Um, and so that's a beautiful thing to involve them, especially oh, in a CrossFit type thing. Even though Row for Reason is just rowing, it's still that community. You know, that, yeah, the community, that and that's the key. It. I think that's one of the things that that's kind of got me about CrossFit. You know, I was I did a little bit of bodybuilding prior to it, and it's such a lonely sport. Mm. Um, it's if if we call it a sport, it, and I think yeah. if some of those guys are athletes. So yeah, I would say I would consider it a sport, but. Yeah. It's lonely. It's one-on-one. And then all of a sudden I started crossfitting and now there's like, you know, tens of thousands of people who are part of our tribe. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's one of those things where you just like, it, I take a step back and I look at the journey that the last six, seven years has been for me. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't think I would have been here without CrossFit. Yeah. So. So when you were, um, the owner of NutriShop, right? Was that what it was? Max Muscle. Max Muscle. Yeah. And sorry. Um, were you bodybuilding at that point or have you crossed over for some of it? I okay. like the first couple of years. I mean, I, I was so stressed about opening that place that, um, I, <laughs> I, bet. I found it. one of my, one of my employees actually found one of my journals that uh, I had and I was at 1.22% body fat. I was stressed out. I was, uh-huh. like, you know, overweight. I was 250 pounds yeah. uh, and I was running a nutrition store <laughs> and I was a nutrition coach. Like, I, I, yeah. like, that seems awful backwards. I mm-hmm. think that was kind of like a, a turning point for me when I started to get ready to get into CrossFit. 
um, you know, I kind of changed my whole thought process on how I handled myself and how I took care of myself. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. So how, I don't think I know that. How, how did you get involved in, in CrossFit? Cause I think, I think all the things that I've heard from you are, have always been, you're a CrossFit athlete, you know, and yeah. this is, you were born this way, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, yeah. that's clearly not the case. So I was, so, I was how did born you, very far from this. Yeah. Um, how did know, you go from bodybuilding to, to CrossFit? Well, I actually, I actually sponsored uh, a CrossFit athlete. Um, oh, and to the shop. Yeah. So it was 2012 and I went to the box to support him and, and the workout. It was the open okay. first week. Seven minutes of burpees, and I'm standing Ugh. there. Yeah, exactly. And I'm standing there, and I'm I'm cocky bodybuilder guy. Yeah. And I'm looking at these people doing burpees. I'm like, I could do that. Mm-hmm. I could do that. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to join. I'm going to I'm going to give it a try. Uh, I came out super hot. <laughs> yeah. So the worst for that. <laughs> worst worst idea ever. Um, my so my first workout, seven minutes of burpees. I come out in the first minute. I did like I don't know twenty five to twenty seven burpees. Oh, and. Oh. It was like from that point on, I just imploded. It was like, I, like vision got narrowed. I couldn't yeah. hear anything. Was it a slow burn or was oh, it quick? I just, I just died. It was like the second minute all of a sudden. So I started out with that. Start out with that many. Uh huh. Eighty three ended with. So I think about minute three, minute four, I actually may have expired and then came back to life. Yeah. Um, for the rest of it, but it was. Oh my gosh! It was a butt kicking, uh-huh. uh, that I had never really experienced before. Um, and at that point I told, I told the guy, I was like, listen, I was like, I'll give you a year. It's yeah. Like, make this better. <laughs> um, <laughs> unfortunately it never gets better. It, never um, gets better. it just, it, it hurts more yeah. or it hurts differently. But, uh, you know, from that point on, I, I was hooked and, uh-huh. you know, my first workout partner was Dr. Pete Hines. Um, at Cool Springs Cairo. Yeah. Um, you know, so he, we worked out together for a year. Wow. Um, you know, it was, I don't understand how you would find anything attractive about burpees being your first intro into this. You know, I, I, I'm just, (laughs) was just cocky enough to be like, I can beat this. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm never going to let anything make me feel that way again. Literally. I know like all the, the next four weeks are going to make me feel (laughs) like that. So, um, that was my first, essentially five CrossFit workouts were the first open workouts in 2012. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that kicked my butt and that's funny. Yeah. That's the first time I ever snatched was the next workout uh-huh. and it looked like a front raise. It probably looked like it does now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not much better at that, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's just a it, humble beginnings. You know, mm-hmm. you, you learn a lot about yourself when, you're staring at a puddle of your own, you know, sweat. So, uh, you figure some things out. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's so funny. So, I mean, it's, it's hard to think about it sometimes. Like you see some people competing, you see some people working out, you're like, man, like, and I see it with guys. Like I work out with Will Morad on occasion. I'm just looking at him like, what the heck? I don't, do I even look anything like that when I work out? Mm-hmm. because it's, it just, it looks like poetry. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then you see some people like, and you're like, they, there's no way they ever struggled. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that every workout I do is a fight. Yeah. Like, Cause I'm usually sometimes solo in the garage, you know, mm-hmm. for two years I was solo. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. You don't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, it, it, everything's a struggle. Everything's a fight and, and everything's worth it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I was saying that about you. In fact, uh, the same thing that you were just saying about Will. Uh, what a couple weeks ago when you were demoing some stuff in yeah. class, and I was like, "Could you at least grunt or something <laughs> to make it look like you're challenging I'm, yourself?" <laughs> I'm trying to make it inside. I'm like, "Hold your breath, do it right, come on." And then on the outside, I'm just trying to make it look as smooth and perfect oh, as possible, so you did. guys can get a feel for it. It looked so smooth <laughs> and so effortless, and you're just like, "Dead coming." Just so you know, everything hurt when I did it. <laughs> make, Shoulders, feel so much knees, better. ankles, everything hurt. <laughs> So you're in Utah, right, on a photo shoot, going Columbus, back to the, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Where did I get Utah? I don't know. Huh. I've actually never been to Utah. I never have either. Yeah. Huh. I have been to Columbus, Ohio, though. There you go. And so what was the photo shoot for? Uh, it was just a fitness. A fitness? You, know, you, so I you worked, were Mr. Fitness? I worked like, for uh, uh, Metrics for a little while okay. prior to. I did some booth athlete stuff. So oh. um, I had met some people, did a photo shoot, and, you know. And that's where your life kind of took a turn, uh, at in least terms my, like, of your eyes being my open maturity. to other things. Yeah, yeah, my maturity level definitely. And, and you realize that that you could use the things that you had worked for and strived for and obtained to help more than just yourself. Yeah. Well, and I, I realized that the world didn't revolve around me. Yeah. How did that impact the way that you do business, even, or or impact the way that you work? Because you know, at, the, at that time, you're you, you still owned a business, and mm-hmm. like you were you were doing your thing, mm-hmm. um, and then you're kind of straight away from that now. Like yeah. your life looks, I would imagine, a little different by from, now, right? From that point to now, it's it's like a complete you know turn, one eighty. Yeah, you know? uh, not into what I do. Uh, I'm I'm just I feel like uh, I'm a little bit more passionate about what I do than I was then. Mm-hmm. You know, normally when people have a job for so long, it, it ends up kind of like wearing on them. Sure. It's only gotten yeah. better for me. Like, I mean, the more I know, the more I learn, the more I read, mm-hmm. the more I can apply to people. And, and honestly, I've learned to listen more than I've learned anything else. You know, oh, someone's yeah. going to tell you exactly what they need to need to hear. Mm-hmm. If you just listen. Yeah. You know, so, and that's a maturity thing. I mean, that, that's big time. You yeah. Know? So many people have conversations looking for what they want to say mm-hmm. as opposed to hearing something that is intriguing to them. Well, every single person that sits across from me will lead me in the direction that they need to go. They don't yeah. know they need to go there. Yeah. But yeah. they'll lead me there if I let them. Mm-hmm. If I'm constantly trying to interrupt them or tell them what I think they should do. Right. And then they're never going to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think that's incredible. So, a little kid impacted your life in a way that that changed it in in deep and profound ways. Yeah, yeah. And and, and through that experience, you have become only more giving and more uh, sacrificial towards other people in the process. I mean, I think that um, a lot of times you have to be broken down. Mm-hmm. to be built back up. And I think that's a, a common thing to hear. Um, but like when you sit there and think about it, it's like, all right, well I'm being super selfish about everything I do. Everything I do is about me. And then there's this person who literally could make everything about them could, mm. could spread hate Yeah, because of the cards they were dealt and mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah. And you're just like, Nothing in my life is that bad mm-hmm. that I need to be so focused on myself and worried about myself. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it was it was life changing, and I spoke. I still stay in contact with his parents, and so they're phenomenal people. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm really lucky to have been put in that position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's incredible, and, and I think it's so vital, you know, for all of us, and, and important to to note that our success probably is is not defined by the things we obtain. Mm as much as the relationships we get to be a part of and, and the lives that we get to impact, you know, whether that's, you know, owning a business and, mm-hmm. and changing people's lives for the better, but like it, it could be anything that you find yourselves in. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's great. Um, well, and, and if you're in the fitness business, you're, you're in the business of changing lives. You're yeah. in the business of helping people. Mm-hmm. This is not like, yeah, I, I make a living off it, but this is not a money business. This is, if you don't care about people, you don't, you shouldn't be in this. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that, and I think that's one of the things that people will lean on. Um, they want to get into this because it's easy money. Mm. It's not mm-hmm. in the long run. It's not easy yeah. money. It's well, it shouldn't be. I mean, if it is, you're, you're a globo gym. You care less about your members. You just want their, you know, their reoccurring payment. Yeah. You know? And you, and, and therefore if people get better mm-hmm. and need you less then you're not making as much money. Yeah. And so you need to keep them at a certain place where they, where yeah. you can continue to make money. And, and that, that's, that's terrible. Which yeah. is always confusing to people when I tell them, I'm like, listen, after eight weeks, yeah, you probably shouldn't need me. Right. Like, <laughs> like I should have done enough in eight weeks and this is a terrible business plan. And I usually lead with that. I'm like, I'm sorry, this is an awful business plan. But I, after eight weeks, if I did my job, you should be good. Mm-hmm. You know, you can take the next steps and, and continue on with this. Yeah. Um, I don't want reoccurring payments. I don't want your credit card on file. I don't want any of that stuff because that's not how you build relationships. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, it, I think that that's wonderful. And, and, uh, hopefully our listeners can, can keep their lives in check in terms of, of what they're giving back as much yeah. as they're receiving, you know, um, absolutely. I think it's important. Well, in, in that incredible nutrition business of all the coaching you do and all the athletes, all the people, all the regular folk who are, who are striving to maybe one day turn the title of a athlete. There you go. <laughs> um, you, you're always, uh, tweaking, always mm-hmm. moving and shaking your business. What, what are the new things you have on the horizon for your business these um, days? Honestly, I, I'm about to roll out a new website. Um, I've had someone working on it for the past two, three months uh-huh. and, um, putting together a bunch of different ideas and it's a lot of it's going to ease up a little bit of the back and forth on me, uh, in terms of giving people, <laughs> you can hear Drax is upset about it. Um, it'll give like people the, the website again. Yeah. Stupid <laughs> website. <laughs> this guy doesn't ever stop talking. Um, but it'll give people the opportunity to actually, um, instead of just locking their food on their phones or something, it'll give yeah, people yeah. a real time option where oh, they cool. can log their food in and I can, you know, check in on it uh-huh. and see where, if they're following or if they're not following or yeah. if they need a little bit of, of help. Sure. Um, and that's a, like a daily kind of like, um, I guess, uh, tracking program. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be on there. There's going to be a lot of videos, recipes, things like that, uh, actually produce stuff, uh, I'm going to have to have a YouTube channel. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of stuff that I'm not super comfortable with cause I'm not really comfortable with being in front of a camera. Right. Um, but I'm going to have to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I think that sounds incredible. Um, you know, 
just to have a more centralized location seems mm-hmm. more streamlined on the business side, yeah. but also gives opportunity for the clients to not accidentally forget or you know yeah. miss something. You you know you're you're looking at the same place. Um, knowing where each other are at and exactly. not having to chase each other down. And, that, and that's got to make things a lot easier. Um, as a person who's been involved in this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't accidentally forget, by no. the way. I just want to be clear on this podcast. Well, <laughs> one of the things that's great is that you're, I mean, you're a true success story of all this. You know, I mean, it's, 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 you're someone I'm very proud of that I've worked with. So, yeah. um, I know that we joke around a lot and we're pretty sarcastic with each other, but nah. you should definitely know that, that it, it's important to me that you know that I'm very proud of your progress. Oh, so. well, thanks. I, I owe most of it to you. I mean, you, you write the songs and I play them. That's what, that's what I say. Someone, all the time. Someone's going to play them though. <laughs> so and I try, I try. Um, I've even been logging mine even more than before. Yeah. Um, just trying to keep an eye on it and make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Um, but yeah, I'm at the point where I'm trying to swim on my own and that's, that's challenging, but it needs to happen. Like, yeah. you know, it's like getting kicked out of the nest. Like I need to learn how to, you know, yeah. fly well, just, a little bit. Just remember it's not trial by fire. You, you, can, right. you can, you know, get a little extinguisher if you need a question. That's answer. true. So, that's true. Uh, I'm always around. He's, he's always available. He yeah. doesn't just let you sink out there. Yeah. Um, so you have what else is going to be included on this website? You got the tracking um, program, like like well, is the whole thing going to be look? Are you going with a new logo? Like are you doing like I love my logo? Yeah, uh, I'm going to keep my logo. Um, I think there's something to be said for branding and, and making some consistencies there. Absolutely, uh, there's going to be a lot of fitness stuff on there because I do program for athletes uh, in terms of you know CrossFit athletes and bodybuilding yeah. athletes and things like that. So my background is pretty. Um, wide in terms mm-hmm. of the, the net I cast on that. So, um, well, and you're not new, like you've no. been doing this for a long time. It's 10 plus years now. Yeah. Man. It's you're like, not just throwing the dice and being like, I'm pretty sure this will work. This. You know, this, like, I'll make this happen. I, I, I want to be clear about that because so many people are rising up in the fitness industry. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, in, in their early twenties who, who have had some success and done some great things. And yet, yeah. you know, they might not have the knowledge base, um, to be able to be super accurate and super helpful to people, but you know, they can walk alongside us in, in, in your journey and that's good. It's not a bad thing, but, um, there's something to be said about the wisdom that you have, yeah. um, and, and the things that you've been through. And, and I always liked how you have always tried things on yourself yeah. before you, you know, you, you do it and, and say, you guys should try <laughs> this. You know, I've heard, I've read about this. You're like, no, I've tried this for like eight weeks or whatever. And, yeah. and this is what I found to be helpful in it. Let's, let's, I think it would work for you. you know? Well, I think one of the things that's important is, you know, my background is I owned a nutrition store for seven years. I worked in the supplement industry. So I have a wide, like, kind of thought process on what supplements are. Yeah. I personally barely use any supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, I, after seven years of being in that industry, I know what's what's good and what's not good. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that um, having tried everything, uh, I've run almost every diet that's out there. I could not make it through the raw food diet. Um, could not do it for eight weeks. Yeah, no, no, it was, it was, it was, it was painstaking, um, to try to do that. So I, I couldn't do it, but everything else I've run for at least eight weeks, I get my data on it so I can at least speak to how it would work on me. I think that's incredible. All right, so so question about nutrition here that we didn't discuss beforehand, but I'll throw it out there. I can always edit this. Yeah. Is, okay, the big thing now is mm-hmm. the keto. Yeah. You've tried the keto. Yeah. 
What what's kind of overarching like your thoughts on the the ketogenic diet right now, or or maybe the ketogenic plan, or I don't know what I it's mean, been called many different things. I've, and I've I've written up a couple different options. Uh-huh. Essentially, it's just a low carb Atkins is really what you're looking yeah. at. Yeah, um, and there's a time schedule involved with it too, right? Like you can do inter- it works best theoretically with intermittent fasting. Okay, so. Um, but I didn't do that because I like food and I like to eat. So, um, and I to try to fit the amount of calories that I eat in that period of time it made me not feel well. Okay. Um, so I think that uh, every everyone's different. Sure. You know, every person has an opportunity to you know try something out and see if it works and see if it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, the information that they need is is to get that precision down, you know? So if you're going to do the ketogenic diet, you have Mm -hmm. to do it right. If you don't do it right, then you can't really give advice on it, you know? Mm. Um, so, you know, making sure that you restrict to what the, the rules are on any diet are going to be really important. So, and doing anything for eight weeks is, is kind of like the minimum that you should do something to give it a good try. Sure. Um, so, you know, what would I say about the keto diet? I didn't have any problems with it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I work pretty well off fats. I didn't have any, I didn't have the two week keto flu or any of that stuff. Um, I felt really, really good. Um, yeah. I've adapted a diet after that. I kind of came off it. I'm up a little bit on carbohydrates, but I rarely ever get over 70. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause that's just barely whether it is something between 25 and 50 or something like that. Yeah, where between, people shoot depending on who you are or it whatever. It should be between 20 and 30. Okay. Um, 20 usually. 30. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and that's net carbs. So, okay. yeah, you're looking backing out fiber and whatnot. So, yeah, I'm not good at all that. I just, I just know people that are doing it and yeah. they talk about it and I'm like, I, all, all I do is what do you, people that ask, what do you think about the keto? And I'm like, I don't know. I think it's an Atkins thing with a time schedule is all, yeah. I, it's all I know. About it. I was I mean, like, I got this thing I'm working on. I don't, I don't know yeah. beyond that. <laughs> well, we, what we do with you is different. It's carb cycling, you know, yeah. it's essentially carb cycling throughout the day rather than, mm-hmm. you know, and the week rather yeah. than just kind of like just winging it. Um, I think with what you do and your general, like you're six five, dude, you're a big guy. Yeah. The amount of fats that you would have to eat to fuel you properly would be like astronomical. Yeah. So, you know, having you a good balance is kind of like the key for that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think everyone's different and some people really feel great on it. And, you know, um, you know, they possibly could use extraneous ketones and things like that. Yeah. Um, and I've seen a lot of that out there, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's huge right now. I mean, it's yeah. blowing up. So would, would you say that, um, and, and this may be a bad question, but would you say, because the fad is you should do the keto diet. Everybody's yeah. talking about the keto diet. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing it, but, um, but as far as it's like when Adkins took off, mm-hmm. I, I did Adkins for a time and dropped, dropped, uh, you know, a good amount of weight, but yeah. I was, you know, sitting up late eating like pepperonis and cheese. And like, I'm like, that's probably not the healthiest approach to life. Um, I love pepperoni and cheese. <laughs> I, I mean, it's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It didn't taste part bad. of my diet, man. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but, but like, you know, is it something that everyone can benefit from or should people be smarter about the approach to their, to their health and nutrition? I mean, I think that it's hard to say that everyone could benefit from it because everyone is different. Right. Um, there's no, like I, when I write a nutrition plan, there's, I start from scratch because no two people are the same. Uh-huh. Um, some people will react really well to it. Some people won't. So I think they need to be really smart about their, their choices and, and what yeah. they do. Uh, if they're going to go it alone, then make sure you are well educated on what it is, mm-hmm. you know, and then 
give it a chance. If it doesn't work for you, back it out. Yeah. I don't like diets that take something away from you that you're not allergic to. Sure. So that's where I go for mostly balance with a lot of my clients because um, they haven't had enough experience with diets, uh, actual nutrition plans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that gives them enough calories. So they're yeah. already under eating. We need to get them back up. Right. So throwing them on something that's going to be that much more complicated is going to be <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's almost like uh, climbing a mountain, you yeah. know, you, trying to do it in one jump rather than, you know, taking little steps. Yeah. And, you know, people always want the the easy pill and, and yeah. the answer. And, and I asked that question knowing probably what your response was going to be. And, yeah. and so I was teeing it up for you to hopefully say that. Um, because so much of the tendency is to just jump on whatever's hot Yeah, and whatever's hot may not be hot for you. No, you know, and, Maybe and that's ice cold. And so many people who, you know, reach out to me online just because I've had success by following what you tell me as yeah. if I know anything Yeah, is that, I went with a guy who taught me how to eat. No. Like I, I wasn't I wasn't looking for a fad, I wasn't looking for anything. I need to learn how to eat like day in and day out. Yeah. And I need to learn how how to how to do that. You yeah. know? I think that's one of the things that when people sit across from me, they're like, All right, well I need to lose X amount of weight. I'm like, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuel you based on science. Yeah. So I'm not gonna give you a low calorie diet. Mm-hmm. What I'm gonna give you is exactly what you need. Yeah. If you need 1600 calories if you need 2000 calories if you need 2600 calories i'm going to give you that number this may not be the fastest way to do this right but it'll be the most long lasting mm-hmm. so you know creating habits is the only way to really yeah. change anything so you have to break old ones to mm-hmm. make new ones and you can't do that with you know cutting a bunch of foods out and then putting them back in and cutting a bunch of foods out and putting them back in right you know unless you plan on cutting those out for the rest of your life then you know it, it seems like a task that is is not easily overcome. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking to um, different plans for different people and everything. Yeah. So I was uh, last week at regionals, mm-hmm. um, I was sitting there and I was eating a uh, like a peanut butter wrap for right. my afternoon snack. And uh, Sarah Williams is there and she, she's looking at me. She's like, what are you eating? And, and I was telling her what I was eating. She's like, well, that doesn't work in my plan. I don't know why Jamie can't give me that in my plan. <laughs> but inevitably, she was walking out with something else that she had made in the container. Yeah. And I was doing the exact same thing. I was looking at I was like, what you got in there? Like, what? <laughs> that looks pretty good, too. <laughs> I mean, so that, and that's the thing. Like, everyone has different starting points. Yeah. And she is a much smaller individual. Oh, com- yeah. like, you could not be more opposite pretty than much who opposite. I am. Yeah. So. You know? But, you know, her needs just differ. Oh, you know? absolutely. So while yeah. the, you get more calories because you're a 6'5 individual, yeah. um, you know, her needs are just completely different. Yeah, so. completely different. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm sure that some people look at me like, why didn't I get that? Oh, yeah. You didn't need it. And, it's <laughs> in, 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 and I think that's important to note because, yeah. you know, I've, I've talked to so many people, you know, because a lot of them go to our box and work out with them. And, yeah. And, and they're like, oh, you know, what kind of plan do you have? And so, like, we talk about it a little bit and comp- kind of compare what we're doing. Because sometimes they have, like, a really cool, like, thing that they do that yeah. would work in there. And I'm like, oh, then that sounds good. Yeah. Um, whereas before, I would just do the exact same thing because, one, it's easy. Yeah. I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I'm like, well, that sounds like it tastes a little bit. I like trying Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, I think people, once they get comfortable on the plan, need to get adventurous with it. I, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of stuff that you can do with food that, you know is not boring. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm, what did I make the other day? Um, I made mini 
mini pepperoni pizzas, you mm. know, and they fit into what I wrote for myself. Yeah. Everything is in there. Cause you can kind of, once you, once you get comfortable with the planet, it kind of looks like the matrix. Yeah. You just start seeing numbers. <laughs> that's right. All right. So everything is a number now. All right. Well, those pepperoni, that's uh, one serving is 140 calories and 13 grams of fat. Uh, that will go here. Uh-huh. And then you grab this and you put it and everything kind of has its place. Yeah. But uh, until you kind of open your eyes to the thought process of what food is mm-hmm. that you just see like, all right, I got another piece of chicken and got some broccoli right. <laughs> and you know, it, well, it could be so much more. Yeah. 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 It, but I love that. You know, it, it's, I think, and this is my opinion only, this is not to speak on behalf of all of barbell voodoo and yeah. everything else, but like, I, I think it's important to, um, be with somebody that's willing to work with you individually Mm -hmm. as opposed to doing an online system that may be similar or doing, uh, you know, just the hot fad at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, because ultimately health is, is over a lifetime, Yeah, you know, and it's not health for like right now while I'm young and I can use it. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, I I think about older people, like, you know, being at church this morning, watching people try to kneel Mm -hmm. and get back up. And I'm like, man, they're not that old. Yeah. And like, I, I don't want to be like that. And so like, I got to think about what I'm doing now that'll impact later on. And, and, and it's important to, to, to me to work with somebody who will meet me where I am and cater to my unique needs to help me get better. You know, yeah. I think that's an important thing. And, and, and a lot of times people just go, I want what's easy. I want whatever's hot because it's yeah. working for so-and-so. If it works for Brooke Ants, surely it's going to work for yeah. me. Yeah. You're like, well, may, maybe not, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you guys are the same build at all. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I think... You, I wish I was. Yeah. I mean, I, I would take being as lean as her. That would be nice. I would um, too. <laughs> but, you know, I, and, and it does really come down to the individual. I think someone that's going to work with you on your schedule because your schedule is different than the next person's schedule. Yeah. I mean... I work with other um, preachers. Yeah, and their schedule is completely different than yours. Absolutely, you guys have the same same job, technically the same yeah. job, but the schedule is completely different. Uh-huh. Uh, and honestly, what I've learned, number one thing is how to deal with people based on personality type. Mm. So if you're sitting across from a type A person, you know, you can be a little bit stricter with them. Yeah. If you're type B or type C, then you kind of have to find a way to finagle it a little bit to make sure that it's their idea as much as, you know, um, mm-hmm. your idea. Yeah. Um, but listening to their schedule is, is key. Yeah. You know, because if you're trying to like jam an extra meal in there and they don't normally eat that meal, changing their food and their schedule is going to just mess everything up. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And even if they tell you like, oh, no, that's no problem. You'd be like, all right. We're going to ease into this a little bit. We'll see if you can do that. Because uh, most people, they'll tell me exactly what I want them. They think they I want them to hear okay. when they're telling me their food. Uh-huh. Like, that, there's no way you eat like that. Yeah. Just tell me exactly how you eat. Because if you don't tell me that, then I'm going to be like, oh, well, they eat really good. Why am I going to work with them? Yeah, right. You know? Um, so. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the... Uh, the intake things that you have is that you, you want people's schedule, their weekly schedule, mm-hmm. and also a typical eating week. Yeah. Um, which, you know, for me, honestly, when I was filling it out, I still remember back, you know, to, to that time and going, well, it depends how I'm feeling that week. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, let's see if I can generalize this yeah. because if it's a stressful week, we might be totally different than yeah. if things are going well. Uh, I don't even remember what I wrote for that. But I have it all. I the, still have yeah, it. I'm sure yeah. you do. <laughs> you know, I, and I think it's hard for people to sit across from me and be like, oh, well, he understands what 
the struggle is, um, you know, I grew up in an Italian family. Mm. We, we fed problems. You know, if you had an oh. issue, eat this. I bet it was good too. It, oh my, I still I like all people are like, Oh, what do you do when you go home? I'm like, I eat lasagna. Eat it all. Yeah. Lasagna and sausage and peppers because those are the oh. things that I miss the most for my mom. But yeah, you know, I was 200 pounds in sixth grade. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm literally 206 right now. 36 years. That's funny. Yeah. So, you know, you think about it, like I've, I've seen, I've had bad relationships with food. I've I've been through small, short periods of, you know, some definite thought process of an eating disorder. Uh, you know, I've, I've been in, like I said, as high as, why are you flexing on me, bro? I I just, I had a spasm. (laughs) I don't even know what happened. You just look like, did you see me look at it? Like I was like, what in the world was that? (laughs) But I mean, I've, I've been heavy. I I have been really lean and you know, I've, I've kind of been all over the the board and, Mm -hmm. and what it really comes down to is understanding yourself and what you need. You know, if, if you need to go to someone for that, then go to someone for that. There's professionals, you mm-hmm. know, but if, you know, you have a better understanding of yourself, then you can, I mean, you can learn a lot about everything that food is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. absolutely. All right. So say you have uh, new clients that are listening to this podcast that yeah. were like, man, I would love to work with that dude. Yeah. Which I would recommend. Um what what do you think is something that people need to know about you when dealing with Jamie Free? And I and I and I ask and I ask for are you for, leading me right now? I am leading you, I but you but are. I I do have there is you have a supernatural gift that has been brought up on more than one occasion from people who have sat literally in this chair that I'm mm-hmm. sitting in today is the look that you have you slightly lean forward. And your head goes down a little bit, and you just look across the table, and, and you might say something like "bro," or <laughs> or something, and and you don't have to say anything, but yeah. with that look, the overwhelming sense of like I have screwed up, I have disappointed, and, and like you feel it all when you're sitting in this chair, and you, it's like a supernatural like power that you have, <laughs> and if people aren't ready for it, then they'll just be like. Oh my gosh, I've broken his heart. Uh, <laughs> but but the reality is you just want what's best for that person. You want them to succeed and and like there's been plenty of times where I've not succeeded in setting this table, you know, in this chair, and you just give me the look and I'm like, dang. You know And then I'm a processor, so I gotta think through it. And then you're like talking me off the ledge and I'm just processing, trying to get through it, and I'll be give me a couple days and I'll work through it in my mind, you know, but but like what what do people need to know? coming in that first of all that look is me trying to find the right thing to say is it yeah it's it's me being like man it always feels what like I, what i uh, want to say and what i should say <laughs> are just so far apart i'm like i can't find the bridge um you know i i think i'm 99 and i've told you this before 99 yeah. of the time not serious right um i have uh, used sarcasm as a tool to break the ice on pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a first language, never mind a, a second language. People are like, oh, sarcasm is your second. No, it no. might be my first. No, pretty much. Um, uh, mostly what I speak. But I say what I mean. Yeah. And if you're sitting across from me, then you've already taken the first step. And you understand that whatever I have to say uh-huh. is what you're going to need to hear. Now, you may not want to hear it right then. Sure. But yeah. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think about if you're telling me your food, I'm going to be like, 
you came to me because what you were doing mm-hmm. prior was not working. So I'm not going to make your food look like it did. Right. Yeah. It has to be different. Uh-huh. Something has to change and I'm going to be upfront with those people. So expect complete honesty, mm-hmm. expect sarcasm, lots of sarcasm. And you know, you might get the look if you if you befuddle me enough, <laughs> you will get the look cuz I'm searching for the thing not to say. Um, but it, it, like it was always the worst. Like I do not, and, and it was good because sometimes I would make better choices because yeah. I didn't want to disappoint Jamie. You yeah. know, like it wasn't for me. I just didn't want to disappoint you because, like, I wanted you to be proud of me. You know, and um, but going into it, like, it's important to know yeah. dynamics. Like, it's important to know, like, oh, well, he's sarcastic, yeah. and like he's not afraid of questions. Yeah, and so like if he if he hits you with sarcasm, fire back with it yeah. or. Ask the question, are you being serious? You know, like, you, you know, whatever it is, um, because more times than not, all he wants is the good yeah. in, in the situation. Um, and and I'll, but, I'll pluck it out of there. It might be yeah. a mound of, of manure, but I'll, I'll pluck out the flower. <laughs> you know, and I think uh, I, the, the reason I react the way I do sometimes is because I truly care. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think that it comes across and I think that's why people feel... Um, like they've let me down when they let themselves down. Oh yeah, because yeah. like they know, like my clients know, like mm-hmm. I care and I, and I want them to succeed. And the most important thing to me, and that's why I'm available. Mm-hmm. All like if I'm not sleeping, I'm answering questions. Yeah, that's um, true. So you know, I'm available that much because if I don't want people guessing. Yeah, I think guessing is a dangerous, dangerous thing. So I'd rather walk you through, educate you on the right answer, mm-hmm. so you know it the next time. Yeah, and and it's that little word that no one likes, but everyone wants to say they need it. Accountability. Yeah. You know, and when that accountability is broken, it not only hurts the person, um, but it also affects the people walking with you, you know? Uh, And, and I think that that's the reality of the relationship that you provide your clients and friends along this journey. Yeah. You know, it's not the cookie cutter. It's the, we're in this together Mm -hmm. and I can only help as much as you're going to use me. I can only be with you in the process as much as you're willing to do, you know, as much as I'd like to walk around and slap food out of people's hands. Yeah. I really wish if you could send like a gnome size (laughs) creature that when you're, when you're reaching in the freezer would just come out of nowhere and maybe like smack you in the nuts or something. I don't know. Something like that. Maybe you can work on that for 3.0. What about Jamie bobbleheads Bobbleheads. right in the kitchen (laughs) where you can just click it and be like, no, it never goes up and down. It just just goes back and forth. Just say no. That would be good. Um, it's your freezer pal. You can put it right, put next right to there. The Eggo waffles and ice cream. Eggo <laughs> waffles, right ice there. cream, Jamie free. That's right. In your freezer, coming to your kitchen. That would be fantastic. Um, oh. You know, I think even more so in the last year, I've I've put myself more into my clients than I ever have before. Mm-hmm. Um, now, why is that? Why this year? Man, I, this has been probably the most. Outside of meeting Sam, probably the most transformative year of my life. Okay. Um, so much has gone on in the last year, you know, yeah. la- last May um, to now. Um, there's a lot of stuff that had to be overcome. Yeah. Uh, my wife uh, had a really, really bad accident that I still struggle to talk a little bit about. Um, sure. It was very traumatic for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, my dog passed away and yeah. right before that. So 
there's a lot and my grandfather passed away last year mm-hmm. um, you know there's just a lot of things that you could just look at and be like seriously why me yeah and I think one of the things I talked to Tess about and one of the kind of like our motto is well, why not it could have been worse yeah. like what if I wasn't here Mm-hmm. What if, yeah. you know, I mean, at least I was, we were blessed enough and, and I have a hard time and I don't talk about religion a lot and yeah. I know you're a, a, a preacher, yeah. but talk about um, it all the time, all the time. <laughs> but I, I think that, um, in terms of transformative, it, 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 my belief and my faith, um, through all this has probably been more renewed than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that he allowed me to be here mm-hmm. when she fell. So. I could take care of it. Yeah. You know, the fact that I have a job where I can work from home mm-hmm. and I can, I mean, I've been with my wife, you know, for the last, almost every day, every moment for the uh-huh. past year. Yeah. Um, and it's done wonders for knowing who she is. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I don't think people have, I don't know. It's hard. It's, it's hard to like really put it into words. I think the, the thing that is most important to me is I know my wife better than I, I almost know myself now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a blessing. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that has given me more, like I could have just shoved a lot of people through and done a bunch of nutrition plans and made a, a bunch yeah. of money off it and not worried just about it. Put your head down and, and just worked. But I, I, I usually cut off my nutrition plans at a certain number uh-huh. a month. Um, and I, I just, it, it, it kind of put things in perspective where like how beautiful the opportunities in my life are. So you allowed yourself to go through it. Yeah. As opposed to ignore it or stuff it down. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was, you know, to do, you know, when it was a struggle to think that she was going to walk down the aisle for our wedding. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where, I mean, she almost died. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, we're still getting married. Uh-huh. So, you know, now she's working on walking. Right. Now she's walking down the aisle. You know, yeah. you just... You know, I, I think that people take for granted a lot of things in life, and and I just I don't want to take a single client for granted. I don't want to mm-hmm. take a single moment for granted. Yeah. Um, you know, and as as frustrating as life can be at times, it's just like, mm. man, this is like such a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it's it put a lot of things in perspective, like competing. Like people talk about me as a competitor, and uh, I'm like. Tess is like, well, I, I want you to do another year, you know, because I was thinking uh-huh. about. Right. Yeah, that, that was the plan. Take, you taking told me a break. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, I, this is what I want for you more than anything else. I was like, everything in the last year has put competing. In, I, I'm just lucky that I get to compete, you know. Mm-hmm. And But if at one moment, any moment, I was, family was a choice over that, I would, I mean. Yeah. Competing would be gone in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm lucky to get to do what I do. I'm lucky to have the people behind me, but mm-hmm. you know, those people are the number one in my life. Yeah. You know, and those clients are my family. Yeah. Like every person that sits across from me is, is I care about as much mm-hmm. as, you know, a, anyone in my family. So, yeah. And in, in the midst of the season of life where you walk through that, yeah. all, all those things, you, you come out of it. In a new relationship, 
mm-hmm. in a new life-giving experience with a woman that it has you know, gone against the odds, gone, gone through the trials, and you yeah. guys came out, you know, joined each other in, in, in a new life together in, mm-hmm. in marriage and in in the midst of, like you were saying, you know, getting through manure to find the road. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you did that again. I mean, it just, it, it kind of, it made me a better person. Yeah. You know, and I'm a firm believer that nothing's put on your plate that you can't handle. Mm-hmm. You know, people get overwhelmed by what's on their plate, but the plate's as big as it needs to be. Yeah. And my plate got a little bigger, and I, it was exactly what I needed to be as I, I needed to be, I person I needed to be. Yeah. The person I needed to develop into is who I am now. Yeah. So. That's incredible. Yeah. I can't imagine how many times that people have gotten to a terrible place in their life and, and they've gone through that season. I mean, we all have seasons. Yeah. We, all, we all do it. They, they come and they go. And it, it's weird how things end up in threes, but mm-hmm. so so often things travel in threes. And, and, and you can choose how you choose to respond to that impacts the rest of your life. And, and people don't realize that. People don't think about that. And it's not a conscious decision. Um, but you chose to actually go through the process, yeah. which transforms you into something even more and arguably better than you would have in any other way. Yeah. And, and there's so many of us out there that go through terrible times and just, you know, stamp it down in our, in our hearts, stamp it down in our lives and just keep on like trudging forward, yeah. not allowing ourselves to actually be in the moment. Like you, you were in the moment, you know, and, and, and I saw the posts and, and you know, I, I've, I've seen you talk about it, you know, and, and you, you allowed yourself to be a part of it, which developed you into a new thing, a, a new, you know, Jamie that you weren't before. Yeah. Um, and, and it's incredible to see it because you're even more accessible. You're even more of somebody that is willing to devote their lives to the people that, you know, which seems impossible before, like as much yeah. as you would give to your clients and, and you're, you're more personal, you're, you're, you're a little bit softer too. I hate to say, well, I mean, you've known me like, before and after. Though. So, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I think there's, I, I wrote, I, you know, I wrote, I write quotes yeah, uh, and they're more motivations for me. Mm-hmm. Um, daily reminders that, you know, we could be more than what we are, yeah. you know? And I think I wrote one, one recently, it was, if the only tool you have in your toolbox is a sledgehammer, <laughs> then you're probably not going to get across to everyone. I think there's a yeah. time for sledgehammers. There's yeah. a time for that. And I, I used to think that was the only thing that I had Yeah, was I was just, I would just drop the hammer on people, you know, mm-hmm. and some people respond to it and some people don't. And you know, that was it. Sure. But you know, there's a time for uh, a time for coddling or time for a pat on the back, uh-huh. a time for motivation. And there's a time for a kick in the pants. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's, it's just a more wide range of what people need. And I think when you say softer, I, I, I feel, um, it's probably right, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, some different manlier words if you I, want I to put like, about I it. I feel but... like more compassionate to, yeah. to yeah. each individual is, mm-hmm. is something that, um, that's the whole situation's kind of given me perspective. Yeah. So it, it's almost like, and maybe the softness is the fact that I feel like you've been able to let down a guard that you had up before. Yeah. And, and that's not necessarily softness, but, but, um, 
but maybe tenderness, maybe, maybe some, I don't know. There, there's something tenderness. There's huh? more to you now <laughs> that you're willing to share with people than you did or were able to before. Yeah. If, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, uh, I, if I, I can sit across from you and talk about you, <laughs> I, think, I think that I, I think it has a lot to do with, with that. I think it has a lot to do with just my relationship with her in general. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I'm 36 and, you know, I've, I've gone through a lot of relationships in my life and, you know, obviously the last one is the one that lasts, right? you know, so all the other ones ended. Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't really learn a lot from those. Mm. Um, you know, I think I've learned more in the last three years than about, you know, who I am and, and who I can be than I than I ever had, yeah. you know, but maybe it's cause I was more open to it. Maybe it's cause it was the right time, but you know, yeah. I, it's amazing how things fall into place in every aspect of life, you know, when, when you're willing to listen and willing mm-hmm. to open up. So, you know, sometimes you get forced into opening up, um, uh, you have to adapt and yeah. you know, that's, I think that's a lot of what happened recently. So, yeah, well, it's incredible. Uh, you know, I, uh, I think the world of you and, mm-hmm. and I talk about you all the time with people and, and joke around about you with people that know, know that you know really me. well. <laughs> um, it's easy. You know, we all, we all know you, um, because you allow us to know you and, and it's a wonderful gift. Um, even though, you know, we, we poke at you and, you know, set you up to get frustrated sometimes, you know, I think just the other day I said something about, I want to write Jamie a note on all the dry race boards on yeah. like Tuesday night, just oh, so man. when he comes in on Wednesday morning, he sees it. It would be, it would be so much better than if it was actual notes, if it was someone that was like just scribbled on all of them. And I would just be like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And what Jacob's talking about is that I, I have a thing. <laughs> All right, about the dry erase boards at my gi- at the gym and people not erasing them. It's literally the easiest thing you can do. You can wipe it, it on your shirt. It really is, and that's it. Yeah, and people don't, and I I can't tell if they're doing it just to get a rise out of me or not. But I, I walk in there, I'm like, half of these boards are written on. And, and they're never the first one. No, it, it's they like never hide the one them. It's, it's so it. frustrating. And uh, you know, I, I'll walk into the gym in the morning. I'll put weights away that people left out. I'll uh-huh. put the the med balls back in the spots they should be. I'll, I'll rearrange <laughs> the ab mats. But and but I don't. It's get not an OCD issue. It's 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 it, other it, people's responsibility. That's what we're talking it, about. Maybe a little both. It may be a little both. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, you know, I don't get frustrated with that stuff as much yeah. as I do the stupid boards. Yeah. And how boards. the pens disappear. Where are they going? That is absurd to me. Yeah. It's like, where's my right sock? Yeah. You know, they disappear in the in the washing machine. I don't know where they go. I don't know where those damn pens go. They're probably with the socks. Yeah. They're writing on each other. It's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Well, Jamie, I appreciate your time and your willingness to be on the podcast. And I'm ever thankful for your presence in my life and all the people that you've impacted um, that have come on this podcast that have said, you know, it was my time with Jamie Free. He got me back on track, you know, over and over again that we hear. And so uh, if you guys are, uh, you guys don't even have to be in the area anymore. You know, he is doing remote coaching. I have a friend that just started uh, who's in the eastern side of the state. Yeah. Yeah, And, you know, really far away. And, and they're doing remote coaching, nutrition coaching. And so, um, you know, look him up. Uh, what's the website? It's www.27health.com. That's T-W-O-S-E-V-E-N, health.com. 
There you go. And it's going to be looking new and fresh in the, in a little Hopefully bit. Hopefully in the next two weeks. Fantastic. So probably by the time this comes out, you will have a brand new website. And so you guys should all go check it out. Um, and you know, reach out to Jamie if, if you need some help in your nutrition department, because after all, what's the use in putting in all the work if you're not eating right and going to get the benefits from it. So please check that out. And, uh, Jamie, thank you for being on the podcast. Jacob, I appreciate it, man. I'm honored. Yep. See you next time. Hey, thanks again for listening to another Barbell Voodoo podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hey, hit us up on the social media. You can go to at Barbell Voodoo, or you can go to at Barbell Voodoo Private Label, or you can go find me at fitby40.blog. Don't forget to give us a five-star review, and we'll see you next time.